everybody. I'm Dave. And I'm John. And this is Coffee and Capes, our podcast about two of our favorite things, drinking coffee and talking about geek culture. Yeah, and today is exciting. Very special episode today. Yes. Uh, So we have David Sanchez with us. Uh, David, please say hi. (laughs) Hey guys, how are you? Great, and thank you so much for uh, for coming on. And we've been trying to make this happen now for a little while, and um, so you know, if... <laughs> no, 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 You're super no, no, not at me. all, not at all. Uh, it, it's really an honor to have David on the show. David's a, a, a comic book artist. He does covers for you know. Well, you tell him you've, you've done covers for DC, Image, uh, Dynamite. Some of the titles you want to run down. Some of what um... you've done covers for. I've done covers for IDW, like uh, The Last Ronin, um, Boom, Something's Killing Children, uh, Dark Blood, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, Dynamite. I've only done Vampirilla, but that might be changing here very soon. And uh, uh, DC, I've worked on Harley Quinn, uh, E Kill Bang Tour number six, hoping to, there's some discussions, but hopefully and some other titles here in the next uh, couple months or so. And, um, I've also worked, I started my, my career out with, with Charter Comics, who I've worked on, Don't Pay the Ferryman, Disputed Territory, um, and uh, that was owned by my good buddies, um, and, uh, but what other covers have I done? Aftershock, I've done We Live, number one, originally, which just recently got optioned, um, but, uh, Bunny Mask, I'm trying to think of so many that I've worked, I've worked on a quite a few but that's awesome i'm all looking at my walls trying to figure out <laughs> um, department of truth with image ice cream man yeah. um ha-has uh the other title that i'm i just recently did was dark it was uh uh dead lucky Ten Thousand black feathers me mm. love dark just a bunch of titles with image that's awesome, <laughs> man. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. yeah that's awesome so we're excited to have you um, yeah dave you want to take us through the rest of well particulars? let's uh yeah just a reminder that we're so glad that you found us in whatever way that you did if uh if you're watching in a video uh thing like youtube hi welcome hi guys um, <laughs> and uh you can find us in all the usual podcast places spotify and and itunes and all the things um and uh and we love it when you connect with us and uh, and share messages or leave leave a note or something um and you can do that on email, which is uh, supers at coffeeandcapes.com. Or you can check us on all the socials. And John, what are those uh, handles? We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, uh, reluctantly, because it's still <laughs> no confusing. dancing. Because we're old white guys. There will be no we're dancing. Old, yeah, we're old, confused. Like, I honestly yell at the TikTok from time to time as I'm scrolling through it to see. Uh, so, but you can find us coffee underscore the letter N underscore capes on most of those channels, except for Facebook, which is just coffee and capes. Um, and then our website, coffeeandcapes.com. If that's too hard to remember, you can type in comics.coffee in your URL. It'll take you there. Uh, we have amazing small batch roasted coffee, just like this one. Uh, so this is brightest day. It's a single origin light roast and it's honey processed. And so honey processed coffee for people that don't know does make it a little bit sweeter, but it's a process that they use in areas that are struggling with water. 
And so instead of processing and washing it through water, they use honey um, as a version to do it so that the people that are working the farm can have the water for themselves, right? So it's a very ethically sourced, uh, ethically sourced coffee, single origin, amazing taste. Uh, it's one of the, the more expensive, like kind of boutique roast that you find on our site. But it is because it is uh, honey process and not water process. So it's a, it costs a little bit more, but you're supporting a great farm that cares about uh, sustainability, which is always a hallmark of what we're doing. And, um, you know, just really quick, one other thing. Hello, Kevin Costner. We believe that you're a fan. And uh, yeah, there you go. Keep That's my Kevin. believing, buddy. Don't stop believing. I won't stop Big believing. Fan. Big fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, David, we're so glad to have you uh, as a guest today. Uh, tell the people all the places they can find you. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for having me. It really means a lot to be here. I'm, my social media handle is the Sanchez artist for literally everything. Uh, TikTok, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube. I'm working on building a channel. I'm actually going to be doing something similar to, to what you guys do, like a podcast and stuff like that. And right. just kind of um but it's more based on a vlog but uh, on the, my everyday travels to shows um and just to give everybody even though there's tons of people that do walk through videos of shows and stuff like that i want to give a live kind of interpretation of what i go through at a show and the experiences i have because a lot of people tell me that you know oh your table's so busy I, I don't see it. I just, it's just fun to talk to everybody <laughs> that comes by. So uh, I meet so many interesting people and, uh, you know, it, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to do what, what I am able to do as a living. So I, I want to share my journey. And so I'll be starting that up here pretty soon. And, uh, and uh, my website right now is in the process of being completely done uh, or completed rather. And it is thesanchezartist.com. And that will be up and running where you can purchase my prints, uh, books. Um, uh, when I am available to take on commissions, that will be another source where you can actually go and sign up for a commission. Nice. And um, and also get a taste of my, uh, like I said, my experiences and, and get an idea of where I'll be traveling to throughout the year. And uh, this year is going to be a lot different than my previous years. I just started um, three years ago. And... I started at a time where COVID was really just starting. Yeah. So I didn't travel a lot, nor did I take advantage of the resources that I have now. So now going into next year, it's going to be a lot more user-friendly and, uh, you know, you guys will be able to, to get a hold of me rather quickly because I suck at social media and, uh, <laughs> and it's, uh, and John knows it's hard to get a response from me after. No, it's not, man. You respond so well. That's just, I, I, I feel like you did like you're, you're all, you're super responsive and, and very gracious and kind on, on social. So I, I don't know that I agree. It's hard to get hold of me on social. <laughs> well, um, others would disagree. So it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely something that I plan on taking more aggressively um, as far as my overall seriousness towards uh, social media. Cause I, I'm so used to just posting stuff and just letting, you know, letting God kind of sort out everything. But <laughs> I, uh, I just, uh, I want to be more involved in everybody's lives as much as they'll allow me to and, uh, and vice versa, you know, and uh, hopefully this will be a good way to do it. 
awesome that's awesome um dave well we're so glad to have you david let's um this is probably a question you get a lot, but uh, you know, let's kind of start at the beginning. How did you how did you get into drawing and in general and drawing comics in in particular? That's a great question. I was um, I had went through some pretty significant loss in my life. I um, lost my parents six months apart, and uh, I was going through a really tough time, uh, obviously, and uh, I would just all throughout my, you know, my life, I've been drawing, uh, but I took it a lot more seriously after they had passed because this was something that they wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And before that, I was the football guy playing football and, you know, video games, you know, just going through the motions in life. And I decided, you know what, I need to, I need to take this a little bit more seriously because I'm getting told a lot of these nice things. I'm not used to this. Uh, so obviously, if you know, one or two people tell me that my work is great, maybe I should start doing it more. So I had, uh, I had dove into it pretty heavily and my friends at the time, I was actually, uh, I used to sell toys at conventions. That's why you can see the remnants of what I used to sell, uh, at conventions and they were really small startup shows. And one of the shows, uh, there was one day I was buying a pop. It was the Hellboy pop and I was getting a chase because I you know, had to have the chase. Um, and I met this gentleman by the name of Chris Hayes at a church. You know, it was a really sketchy place to meet somebody buying a toy. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, I met him and normally these interactions take like five minutes. You're, you know, get the money, get the toy, get the, you know, hell out. But it was, excuse me, but it was, um, it was definitely one of those relationships that was just you knew it was something special because we ended up talking what should have been five minutes for three hours oh wow my poor fiance was in the car waiting the whole <laughs> oh, time. Gosh. Oh, no. and, uh, <laughs> you know and uh but you're still getting I, married after that right exactly like, yeah it took, there you took go. Another six years later to do it but it's uh, you know that's my fault you know but uh she said yeah so no take backs and um <laughs> and, uh, she uh, she was waiting there obviously but but that relationship there blossomed into a friendship and uh he actually threw on his shows as well at local high schools so i would sell toys there and hung out with him a lot had his own comic book stores pastime comics and collectibles um and they started out in this this storage unit inside of a trader's village which is like a big flea market here in texas and now to this huge brick and mortar store, uh, you know, roughly three years later. But all that time, they had no idea I could draw. And what mm-hmm. he actually does, and what I didn't know was the interactions of people that we had met during the time of the show, they were heavily involved in the comic book industry. Um, if you're not familiar with big time collectibles, Nelson Chua, um, he would sell at the shows too. Uh, James Dawson with the... Uh, He's currently with Scott, uh, Scott, uh, Scott, or Scott Collectibles, Scott's Collectibles, I apologize. Uh, and he also owns 181. And uh, I had no idea what these, who these people were at the time. I just, they were just my buddies. I'd met at a show here yeah. and there. We'd meet up and hang out. And the one day I decided I would just post artwork on Facebook, which was the best decision of my life because. I had already had a following because I was into sports cards 
and I, I had a break group and I was breaking cards and stuff. And all of a sudden these people just started just commenting on my work and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like I've never had this much of a, of an interaction before in my life. And, um, and ever since they found out I can draw, it was like, my life completely changed. It was, they had me go, Chris himself owns a publishing company called Charter Comics. And he introduced me to McLean, Ken Salinas, um, a couple, uh, it was Mike Henson, a couple other people that, um, that have since moved on to bigger prod, bigger opportunities. But when they found out I can draw, I was doing, it just spread into like your indie comics all the way up to, you know, three years later, I'm doing work for, you know, DC and I'm actually a freelance artist for the Dallas Cowboys now. And, you know, it's just, uh, and that's a whole nother story. And so, but it was, um, that's basically how I got my start. I just, I just so happened to know people without realizing it. And, um, and they, just so happen to find out I can draw without realizing it themselves. And, and I owe everything of what I am today to those people. And, you know, um, I can name them all off, but I want to be here all day. Um, <laughs> well, you know, community is, a, is one of our yeah. values. And we see that all the time, like that you have to have a community. To be, to be part of a community is how we thrive, I think, as human beings. Exactly. It, it strikes me, David, that there can't be too many people on the planet who's when they say it was the best decision of my life that it, it involves Facebook. So that's pretty great <laughs> for you. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a good point. Like how many people are the, other than Mark Zuckerberg, right. right. Are, are like Facebook, like was great for me. Most yeah. people are like, ah, I can't believe we're on this. There's a lot of yeah. things that help people, uh, honestly, but Facebook, honestly, I owe a huge debt of gratitude too. Cause it's, uh, it's crazy. Like I, uh, I was the sports guy playing college football and all that. And once that was over with, you know, what do you do? You know, you just work a nine to five and, and, uh, and just kind of go through the motions, like I said earlier, but it was um, never had this much attention or success in my life. And I was just, even to this day, it's still like the fact that people want me to draw for them is, is amazing. And I, I, don't no project is is too big or too small it's uh they're all the same to me so the fact that you want me to be a part of your project whether it is with the major publisher or just an indie or creator own title you know i'm i'm grateful i mean that's mm-hmm. it's huge you know who gets to say we get you know they get to draw for a living you know it's like or <laughs> just do what they love to do for a living much less you know and um and Yes, I've I've made plenty of mistakes. I've made my newbie mistakes, um, but it's it's a learning process. So you know, to be here to hang out with you guys, you know, just I feel like everything that I've done up until this point was the right choice. So nice, that's awesome. Well, you know, so we met right. So this is the first time, uh, Dave and David, you guys are are actually chatting, I believe, right? But David, we met at C2E2, right? Um, you were at your booth. You had uh, my daughter is a huge something is killing the children fan. She was dressed up as uh, Erica Slaughter. And we we saw your two like beautiful, amazing covers. 
and you know she's nervously eyeing them it's like you want them she's like sure and you were so nice um you know you you talked to us and you were super polite and engaging and engaged with her as well you know some people would just talk to dad but you were like hey you know talking to her too uh signed those comics for i and i was telling it telling you earlier you know she she was on cloud nine after that for a while she was like this was so great and you know uh and you came around and wanted to get your picture taken with us which was super cool um and and super polite and so you know it was it just made sense to like reach out and stay in touch because you were you know yeah not only phenomenal um, artist just super kind and gracious and and that's amazing i mean the the fact that that you did was was amazing i mean i don't I mean, it, there's there's a whole thing. You never know who you're going to meet or whatnot, but that doesn't matter to me. I, I Everybody to me is just the fact that you want to hang out and talk for 20 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, is enough for me to be a friend forever, honestly, because it's, I don't, you don't have to come to my booth to buy anything. And it's not why I do this. I don't do this to get rich or anything like that. It's not why we do this. We do this because we want to get our work out there and, and connect with folks and, um, and, be a part of something bigger than ourselves so you know just having the chance to go to these shows i've never been i wasn't i've never been to c2e2 and it was like you know it was a it was a big eye opener for me because i've never been in a convention at that magnitude i'm so used to your you know your little mom and pop shows and and maybe a, a sprinkle of a fan expo here and there but um but even then, it's so close to home when I go to Fan Expo that it just doesn't. And I've been in that convention so many times, it gets smaller and smaller every year. So it's like you go to C2E2 and you think, oh, I can't be that bigger than Fan Expo. But no, it was huge. It was massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm in this area far away from everybody. And, and uh, I wanted to be, there's a lot of wants, you know, there's a lot of hopes and dreams and stuff sure. like that when it comes to setting up. But it's, it's, uh, you you never really question it you just thank you you know thank god for allowing you to be there and just enjoy the the time that you get to have there so yeah meeting you and your daughter was great um i didn't really feel like i don't think i would have let you leave the table without taking a photo with you guys um like i love something skill of children that whole story behind how i got that gig was just do share like also yeah I had been trying to do something scaling with children forever, uh, ever since issue three or four. Such uh, a good book. It is. It's an amazing story. And, you know, even meeting James um, uh, uh, about it, I mean, talking to him about it, because I've done, I'm kind of known for a, uh, a Department of Truth book right now. And, <laughs> and um, but getting to meet him and talking to him about it, just to hear his side of it, his perspective of it, being that he was the creator of the book was just it made me love it even more but originally when I tried to do it I have a lot of advisors and I have people I go to to get some guidance um you know what projects should I take on um you know what should I what shouldn't I do and one of the ones that I was told a lot about was something skilled children and I had tried so hard I've been I I am not one to shy away from begging to do a cover I will I will reach out to you. I will get on my knees, beg, whatever I got to do. Um, so I tried and I had been denied, unfortunately, quite a few times. Um, and then 
So one of my buddies gave me a great idea. Why don't you take a blank, draw Erica in your perspective and uh, see what happens. And so I did. And uh, I was actually, I met a model who goes by the name of Katie Wolski. She was, she to me is, is Erica Slaughter from beginning to end. I mean, there's, you can't convince me otherwise. It's like James and her were, already in contact and using her as as Erica so I had met her she took photos of herself as Erica I drew her on a comic without her knowing and uh later I showed it to her and I was like hey what do you think I drew you you like it and she was like I love it oh my god I've never seen anything like this before in my life like I've had people draw me she's saying all these nice things and then all of a sudden that book got out there it got wickedly like pushed along to everybody it was in the major groups people thought it was an actual cover mm. of the story even though it was a sketch and um and i think it was i had already been denied we were coming up on the issue 15 and one day i'm at my i'm in my office like right now and uh i'm just kind of I'm building my website. It's how long it's taken me to build this stupid thing. It's like so crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm building it. I get an email and I read it. It's from Boom. And I'm like, you know, cover opportunity, Boom Studios. And I'm like, okay, what's this? And then I read it. And I, I can't tell you the name of who, I, who sent me the email, but it was, it was about something's killing children. And I kid you not, I literally cried for about, 45 minutes to an hour it's still emotional talking about it because it was such a good um such a big moment for me because you go through everybody goes through life goes through failure at some point or another you know once you're once you've been told no so many times when you finally get the yes it was like this wave of just emotion just came over me it was like that when i got powering it was you know that was another accident in itself um but yeah i mean i cried literally called my buddies called everybody i cried and then when i did the cover it sold out in two minutes oh wow and which was crazy and the original concept for it was because i drew katie you know hey you want to be a part of this with me katie since you were the reason why i got this um and because i drew you without your permission (laughs) let me uh do I have your permission now to draw you for this cover? And she said she she cried too, I think. Um, mm. And because uh, she's a super big fan, loves James Tinney and all that stuff. And um, yeah, she was a part of it with me. And the book sold out in two minutes. She literally still has a, her own copy because she works for uh, she works for a uh, pulp uh, coffee and comics something like that or. I don't know exactly what the store is, unfortunately, but it's New York. She has a manager was previously used on a cover, you know, plaque with my cover on there. No way. That's awesome. That's really and, cool. Uh, that's so cool. And it turned out that that book did really well for me. And, um, and it wasn't shortly after that where I got an opportunity to do the next one and uh, for issue 16. And I did that with 221. And that one sold out pretty good as well, too. Uh, it was just a little bit higher print run 
but I used Katie for that one as well. And she was actually Jessica instead of being Erica. She was Jessica, the mentor of Erica. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. Uh, yep. with Erica reflecting in the, in the play, right. right. That was that. just brilliant. Love oh, it. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, that one really did well for me as well. It was a, it was great. It was my attempt at being cool uh, for to do a cover. Like maybe I could do something reflective and let me show people that I can actually draw. I don't need a reference this time. So let me just, let me just show us. I drew Erica on the, on the axe and that was my attempt at being cool. So I, uh, I would say you succeeded. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hands down. Yeah. I definitely succeeded. But um, that was my experience with that's that's absolutely amazing um and those covers are just beautiful like i I told my daughter reads everything i mean literally like every comic she reads and when i bought those for her and you signed them as we were walking away i go these are not for reading (laughs) these are these are for appreciating and just like and she's like no no yeah dad i'm not gonna read these i was like all right cool yeah (laughs) i need to make sure i do give credit to the people that made that cover look that beautiful and honestly the the for issue 15 the reason why that cover looks so amazing is one because it's katie on it two it's ula moss i mean ula moss i've never worked with a colorist that was so uninterested in working with me because she just wasn't comfortable with my style, but killed it completely with the color work and mm-hmm. the details. Cause I just drew Erica, that was it. The whole background, the whole color, that was all Ula. So mm-hmm. my success with Power Rangers, with something skilled children, I, I'm just a, a guy, the name, the success and all that stuff that goes to Ula. Um, and honestly, I've tr- I haven't asked her lately because I'm afraid always she always tells me no. But um, I've been, if I were able to work with another color for the rest of my life, it would be her. She's just super sweet, super amazing. But she is the reason why that cover was successful. And nobody can tell me otherwise. <laughs> She's amazing. That's awesome. um, and then Ami Ramalante for issue 16. Uh, and he and I go through some battles when we do our color cover work because his concept is right here. Mine is right here. And we're just working together to get to the, to meet in the middle. And when it came with that cover, the battles, you know, it's like, uh, you should have seen the battlefield digitally afterwards because it was just like a brutal with bodies. <laughs> yeah, there was a bloodbath here, body parts there. I mean, it's just, it was gnarly. And so whenever we finished it um, and the way it came out, it was just the the reception we received was amazing. And, and I owe all, all that to, to Ami. So awesome. uh, again, Ulamaz, Sounds like Erica Slaughter was part of your battle there. <laughs> right? Yes, very much so. And and honestly, that was that was definitely one of the coolest projects that I've ever been a part of. And, you know, and I, like I said, I worked on DC. So that was, to me, was, it's supposed to be like the end all be all for me, but um, I would give anything to do another something skilled children. Like that would be, honestly, yeah. I'd be okay with just doing that for the rest of my life. Um, sure. I, I want to bring up the one that, I, I mean, when I think of your, your work and how amazing and how incredible it is, there's there's one cover that I can come back to over and over, especially as a fan of this artist who is no longer with us. 
and that is and that's your department of truth tupac cover yeah that one oh man i'm looking at mine signed by james and martin simons right now i'm like yeah it's actually really cool i uh i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna fight it anymore i uh i drew it because i had just done department of truth i did the game homage the movie the game with michael douglas if i'm not yeah. um i did that cover and the reception was amazing on that and i want to do another one but i've always seen this everybody do like elvis presley i know carla did one which is a beautiful cover of elvis and uh i've seen Jimi hendrix i've seen mm. all these different artists and i was like can't why you know my buddy in canada was like why don't you do tupac and i was like dude why don't i do tupac <laughs> they're not gonna prove it there's no way but let's go ahead and try it anyway let's see what happens so he put together a quick photoshop thing and and uh i had what i was given the, the photo and i gave it to john and john came back yeah dude can you sketch this though and i'm like yeah sure i can sketch it hold on so i sent him a picture of me sketching it and he was like okay yeah you're proofed you're you're yeah you're proof. <laughs> wow that's, and, that's uh, amazing <laughs> and i was like there was no approval from the estate there was nothing you know that i'm familiar with or at least what i've been told but I never expected that book, to, that cover to get approved at all. It was just because originally I just wanted to do something with the lady in red. You know, I wanted to do yeah. something with her. Um, there was one concept that unfortunately I didn't verbally say, but I was thinking at one point, but was done by a different artist. It was lady in red as the Virgin Mary. And I thought that was just so mm. freaking cool. Yeah, that's and amazing. I can't remember the artist's name, but such an incredible talent. Um, and the way he presented it and displayed it and showed it was just impeccable. I mean, I just couldn't get over it. Uh, and I bought it too. Um, and it's so hard because the only books I buy are blanks right now. <laughs> and, but that was a book that I'm going to, I was like, dude, I'm going to buy that freaking book. And uh, so I, I thought well, I want to do something like that. And so, but my buddy was like, dude, just try it see what happens. They're going to tell you, no, you're going to get fired or something like that. I was like, no, I just, I don't want to get told no um but thankfully it worked out and i had to go to disney like the following week and i was planning to post my wife my fiance and so my mind was so fixated on just getting all that ready for that week and but i had to do this cover in like two days so oh. i was like all right let me draw it did it in a day did the whole cover in a day That's and it was and it's, it was easy because there was a lot of reference material out there for for that photo. It was just trying to find a clear enough photo for me to get all the fine you know, facial details and stuff. But I did not expect that to blow up the way it did. I was, it sold out in, I don't know how long, it literally took like a minute and a half. Um, I just remember getting up from my table, walking to another table, look at books, and it was sold out. Like that was <laughs> wow! Like, it's incredible. <laughs> I, I mean, when yeah. I saw, it, and I've tried to hunt it down, and it, it's, it seems to be the one book nobody is going to part with unless, like, you give them a limb. Um, <laughs> and so, but it's—I I mean, uh, it literally looks like a photograph. Oh, it's, for sure. Yeah, it's incredible absolutely I got in a lot of trouble honestly after the fact i was i was hated for a little bit after i released that because 
everybody thought it was Photoshop and there was already enough Photoshop covers out there to, to be justifiably put into that bracket. Um, but as soon as I put a video of me drawing it, the immediate change in mm. weather, however you want to, you know, <laughs> you know, it was just, it was just, weather's good. Let's see. Yeah. Weather, I'll talk about <laughs> that. The storm uh, just completely calmed down after that. And it was just um, amazing. So every show I go to, everybody asks for that book. And I had 60 of them. Now I'm down to like three. And those are wow. staying with me. So. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. That's amazing. But you do have um, this ability to to make a super realistic looking yes. character. And yeah. I forgive I, I hope this is okay for me to say it reminds me in that sense of, of Alex Ross. Right? I they, hear that a lot. They they you had that sense, not that you were copying him in some way, but just the the similarity to my very, 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 very untrained eye is that your characters look real mm -hmm. in a way that I don't see from really anybody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thought process I had because I was so used to because growing up when I my mother was always in the hospital it's for some reason growing up because she was doing the surgery and stuff uh, um, what I would do is I would like to draw roses for because I couldn't afford you know flowers because yeah. I was a kid and uh, so I would draw roses so I'd look at this candy that this Mexican candy is a little peanut butter powder looking things I forgot what they're called but uh, it has a picture of a rose on it so I would draw it and then say, you know, something sweet and just give it to her. And so that turned into drawing um, dragons, turned into drawing sculptures. You know, it just, it was never good enough for me. If I can't make it look mm. real, then there's no point in me doing it. I failed at that point. And I, I'm super competitive. I come from an athletic background. I am very, if I can't do what I want to do mentally, and I can't translate that in, on paper, I, I failed. So every cover I try to do, and I don't even know I'm doing that. A lot of people have told me that I'm, it's kind of like an Alex, Alex Ross feel, which is a huge honor to even be mentioned in the same sentence as him. But, um, and he's my idol. He's somebody I look up to. He's somebody that I've, I've, um, I hope to meet someday and I hope to talk to yeah. and just, you know, maybe share a coffee with him or just draw on the same sketchbook as he is. He does. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. But that's that's basically just my mentality. If I can't make it look real, then there's no point in me doing it. You know, so that's the competitiveness to me. So sure. Yeah. I, I am a reference artist. I do look at reference material. Uh, so that does help with lighting, skin texture, to you know, uh, second and third lighting, of course, shadows shadow placement and it allows me to be a little bit more um a little bit more aggressive with my overall approach now there are some situations where i do run into headaches <laughs> just like the cover i'm working on right now um but that's the beauty of it i mean it's it's like a puzzle you know mm. if you can't figure it out then <clears throat> there's no point so so i i <clears throat> excuse me so I think a question that I, I'd like to hear your answer to is we know what you love to draw. What like what storylines have like captured you to the point? Obviously, something is killing the children, right? That that captured your attention and your imagination enough to really want to go after and do it. But are there any any pro anything 
any titles out there that you love that you haven't done a cover for that are on your list of like man if only i could just this one like that would be amazing i've been so much a fan of batman for the longest mm. um i've been super intrigued by the possibilities because of the shadow placements and a lot of shadow work that i do use and just to be given the chance to it almost happened it almost did happen when we were discussing harley and uh, when i did that book but the the one character that i haven't done yet that i would love to be a part of just in any form or fashion would just be batman honestly um now my my underdogs characters that i would love to be a part of would be swamp thing man mm -hmm. thing i'm a monster guy so it, werewolf by night when that series came out and lucia Perilla did this cover for it i was like i love this it's not the original look to right. the, the the wolf man but it's like or werewolf by night rather but it's right. like it was like a uh it was just I, I love it i love monsters i love creepy stuff um i mean there's predator there's you know <laughs> hellboys he's not really a monster but that was another title too had they allowed me to do something like that and they were still going i would love to do a hellboy cover um just because that's what i grew up on so predator 2 when predator came out recently from marvel i begged oh my god i begged <laughs> part of that <laughs> but there was just i'm not a marvel approved artist yet um i'm hoping that that changes soon um but if that were given the chance to work on a marvel title first character i would want to draw is predator um Get it together, Marvel. Seriously. <laughs> Come on, Marvel. Whenever you're ready. We go. love you, but let's go. <laughs> Make this happen. And whenever it's time. Whenever yeah. it's time. <laughs> and it's time, right? We, we have the ability. We don't have to be as political about it. Right, we can right. be like, exactly. get it done, Marvel. Come on. Yeah. You know, we understand you're very uh, gracious, but I'm going to be a little more pushy. Marvel, if you're listening, <laughs> Kevin Feige, make it happen. I, I love you, Marvel. <laughs> we don't officially represent david marvel so anything yeah. that comes out of our mouths like please take with a grain of salt he's very not associated with yeah we're not giving any we don't represent capacity. him we're not we're just fans agency. yeah we're just yeah. i appreciate it more than you guys know honestly i am um, but yeah that that's basically where it boiled down to was just like it, if I were to draw one character today and only draw it one time and, and that was to say the end of my career, definitely would be Batman. I, I mean, I I love Marvel to death. I would love to draw a Marvel title, but if, if I couldn't draw anymore after I did a Batman cover, I'd be okay with that. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd live. I've accomplished what I came to do <laughs> and and be, be fine with that. If I didn't get into that opportunity and Todd McFarlane allowed me to do Spawn. Um, yeah, I would give up everything. I would give anything to do Spawn right now, um, especially Spawn Batman or Batman. Oh, Spawn. Yeah. yeah. So when that was announced, I had I could show you my phone log. I made so many phone calls. I was like, <laughs> do. and it's not that I couldn't. Well, I, obviously I couldn't have done it, but 
it's not like I wasn't approved with either format to be able to do it. It was just there was so many restrictions involved mm. in it, and there was there was only a select few uh, that got to do it. And sure. what know, are the, it, Sorry, I I didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm I'm curious. When you talk about like there's restrictions involved, like what do you what do those look like for you guys as artists? Like when it comes to doing something like that. So for uh, for somebody like me being a freelance artist, um, obviously you have to know somebody <laughs> that knows somebody that knows somebody. Um, but usually for restrictions wise, it 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 could be more or less just. It's hard to explain because it it really differs on the creator um, and the publisher as well. So when I did Harley, I did that cover through the Comic Mint and they handled the, uh, they basically, you know, opened the door and allowed me to walk through it. And when Warner Brothers got involved, um, you know, and went through the questioning, went through all the, the process to get me approved and I was finally approved, it seemed like it really wasn't as difficult. Mm-hmm. But I only reason why I say that is because I got the tail end of it. Now, what the comic man had to do between now and then, it may have just been an email, it may have been a pretty strenuous phone call process. I don't know, but it was uh, the end result. You can't argue the end result. I mean, it was proved. It was whatever they went through to get that going and get the ball rolling. I'll forever be grateful to Stephen Finkel and the comic man. I love those guys. Um, they are my family, whether they, you know, Stephen doesn't always answer my messages, but I guess I deserve that because I don't ever, I take forever to respond to other people too. <laughs> but um, it's just payback. That's my nightmare. So I, uh, I, uh, I try to uh, be available to him uh, for whatever it is that they need, no matter what, um, because you owe, you have a sense of, you have a sense of responsibility to be there for them because they've done so much for you. And I don't, I know I don't owe them anything. I know I don't owe anybody anything, but I'm personally am a, a, uh, a, a creature of just wanting to be there. I don't know if that there's a better way to put that, but I just, just like for you, you guys were here for me to allow me to be here with you guys anything you guys would need i'm i'm always here for you just because you gave me the opportunity to be here so it's a sense of i take great pride in making sure that i um show my gratitude and show my appreciation to anybody or everybody that's given me an opportunity um like i said i'm i'm nobody i'm just a regular guy and that just draws that's it so the fact that you guys see a lot in me and and uh for them to put a fit because it's not cheap to do a dc cover exclusive it is definitely not cheap so for steven to take that leap of faith with me mm-hmm. was uh, it meant a lot it was a big big opportunity and big honor so. yeah i think dc has minimum order quantities for exclusives in the neighborhood of like three thousand plus i think, I think. So, yeah yeah somewhere around there that's a those are a lot of copies to like <laughs> I think that's just for one cover and yeah that's just for one three, cover or yeah. that's you know and then you have to set that limitation so you're putting covers back or quantities back just to bring it down to x amount available and then you have to you know the right thing to do would be to destroy those you know that difference and 
leave that existing quantity based on what you set so that's even more money you know you're missing out oh, on. oh yeah you're right like if they're mm -hmm. if they're saying there's only 1500 copies of that and they ordered 3000 that means they gotta destroy 1500 that would be the responsible thing to do and uh, <clears throat> yeah <laughs> that's like but that's always so hard to do because it's just you're literally burning money and you know right yeah but that's the way i the way i've always been told about that but like i said i i just draw all stuff <laughs> i just draw covers. <laughs> i don't get to see the business aspect of it right yeah. but um but i do work for pastime i am a employee of pastime comics um kind of like a whenever they need me employee they'll call me i don't i have a studio there too so that's where i do some of the drawing but most of my exclusives were with them um and you get to hear kind of the behind the scenes um talks and stuff so that's how i pretty much feel like it should go gotcha that's awesome dave so david i've noticed uh you seem to you have a few different times you've done images that have kind of a face-off vibe right like like kind of two faces into one in one image so like john bernthal with punisher side by side or like spider-man oh, venom yeah. or or like venom uh, or i've done venom. oh my gosh i love the the josh brolin like cable slash thanos and like that, that was that's like some commission work that i've done okay. for folks just to just to put that out there i wish there were covers that'd be great i mean but um like actual covers but they were that's not my creativity that's the creativity on the owners so uh, i take no credit in that at all <laughs> Well, you make them look amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> no, um, you're good. But I, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm a portrait artist. I love, that's how I got my start really after I posted my original art piece uh, that I did in the beginning, which was Ezekiel Elliott with the Dallas Cowboys. I, um, a lot of folks wanted me to draw like uh, their, their pets and <laughs> family members and things like that. And I was always on board for that. And it was always challenging too, because sometimes the photos were very old, mm. and sometimes the 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 um, the responsibility that you have to to bring to life uh, their loved one um, allowed me to really put a lot of my extra techniques or learn pretty quickly, aggressively. And so when I do that with art and comic books and stuff like that, it's um, it's crazy fun to just sit there and draw like for instance there was a cover that you know not yet to say that i wanted to kind of do that with with uh with a certain retailer but i uh i need to be a little bit more diverse and i want to be a little bit more bringing a little bit more dynamic posing a little bit more lighting a little bit more detail um so that's what I'm trying to transition into now. I'm actually working on a cover right now that kind of details some of that missing aspects of my style. So instead of it being so in your face, in the viewer's face, up close, personal, it's going to be a lot more busy. Awesome. Um, well, speaking of like covers and projects and everything else, um, we we were talking about this a little bit beforehand, but uh super excited to talk about the the project that you're doing for dynamite 
I am doing a project for Dynamite, that is for sure. And I am very happy to say that I am doing my very first uh, Red Sonia cover. It is actually going to be Red Sonia, Hell Sonia number one. And it's with an incredible group of people uh, by the name of Coffee and Capes. Yeah, <laughs> we're so excited. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, so excited. It's our first, you know, when we started talking about doing uh, our first shop exclusive, <clears throat> you know, and, and bringing in an artist to be the, the first artist for our first shop exclusive, you know, the the work that you've done is just we're such huge fans and as gracious and kind as you are you know it just and community focused really like the idea that you know you've mentioned it a number of times just the people that that, you're not in this alone that right yeah right it takes a village a community to make it takes a community um so we we reached out you and i started having a conversation on instagram and uh we tried to get in for red sonia versus vampirella number one and unfortunately we we couldn't meet the the necessary timeline for that one um that's okay because you know what it just another door opened right and it's now it's uh they're releasing red sonia hell sonia uh crossover super excited for that and and you've graciously agreed to uh to be the artist of our first shop exclusive that we get to like pick and and do from from beginning to end and and man we're so honored that you've said yes yeah i'm I'm forever grateful i mean like the vampirilla versus red sonia that was that was hard to say no to unfortunately that was uh i could have done it but i wouldn't have been able to go to sleep for like ever yeah and you know there was (laughs) No, we weren't going to do that. And, you know, that that's a, the idea when you, when you said, Hey, I could do it, but you know, it's just, it's going to be, I was like, no, dude, you're not, you're not doing it. Like, I mean, the the process alone for me, it takes me roughly. And even with the cover that we're doing now, I mean, even though I unfortunately have um, not given myself the necessary time, I'm so like, dead set on not missing out on this opportunity and you know that's that's how competitive i am like if you give me three okay so for example not to step away from the title that we're talking about but i don't know if you're familiar i did we live number one mm-hmm. aftershock yep. um and that was another amazing opportunity from stephen finkel with comic Mint, and he told me on a friday I got approved that Friday. It was due that Monday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I tell, I give him, I, I, I bust his chops every time I tell him, every time he talks to me about deadlines, I was like, at least you're giving me a week or two weeks. <laughs> on. Like it's not three days, like last, you know, yeah. but um, I got the offer on a Friday. I had it finished and I had to color it, mind you. I had to get it colored and I had to find a color as last minute to do it um which was read it more by the way and um i got it done i started it friday night all this took place in the morning uh earlier time got it done it started it friday night. i got it finished saturday evening no sleep and turned it in for coloring sunday morning had it ready to go turned in monday and that cover 
is by far the most one of the more valuable ones that and i i had nothing to do with that all i did was just draw it but from the the collector's point of view it seems to be one of the more sought after ones uh, and the more valuable ones of the series from the true number one that originally came out um a couple of years ago uh and there's been some number ones that have recently released with like the the age of paladins things like that but that was that was the second integration of the story um but again that true number one to get that done in three days was amazing and honestly this not to not to give everybody like make anybody feel sorry for me but this is kind of like one of those moments again with this cover that we're doing but you know what i'm happy about it and i and i'm 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 not going to turn this down at all i mean this was to be given an opportunity to draw for you guys be your first artist i mean that's that's huge you know um so yeah, when you gave me a list of books to do, which nobody does, I usually have a book already in mind, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, all right, I'll see if I can do it. And then, but you gave me this list, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, we're doing that one. Like that's what <laughs> we're gonna do. Um, when's the due date? That was the first question I asked you. When's the final art date? And you told me the you know the date, and I was like, shit. All right, let's do it. All right, excuse my language. Um, good. But I was like, let's do it. Let's have fun. Let's try it. And you know what? I'm I I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I mean, both of you guys. I mean, this is this is a great opportunity. Um, I pray it's not our last one. I pray I continue to can continue to draw for you if you would love to do more. I'd love to be a part of that. I have so many ideas. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, <laughs> you know, and, and whatever I can do to help with that and help grow. Um uh, the brand and be successful because that's all that matters to me i i really i'd love to be able to draw stuff but it's all about the store to me it's all about the retailer it's all about the the company i want you guys to be more successful than myself it doesn't matter what i do i just wanted to help you get to where if not if you're not already there i to help you get close to that point and um to be a part of it that's all i need um just just to be a part of it so uh, again, thank you guys for letting me be a part of it. I um, can't wait, honestly. Uh, we're, 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 yeah, we're stoked to see what you come up with. It's going to be amazing. So thank yeah, you so much. Super, like, like sincerely, like super over the moon. I don't even know. Like, I, I'm nerding out. I wake up like in the middle of the night. I'm like, we gotta, we gotta figure out how to get this out to everybody. We gotta, and, you know, like my brain's going a million miles an hour. Like, how do we? We gotta promote it. We're gonna do all these things. Um, but yeah, it, it's just man, I, and we're so glad you said yes, right? And and I'm so glad we waited. I mean, yeah, Vampirella versus Red Sonia, you know, would have been amazing, but. Yeah um we want to make sure you know community and and taking care of one another is is such a big tenant of who we are as a as a right. business and as people and everything else that you know when you were like i, I mean i can do it it's just going to be I'm not going to you know i was like no dude, we're not doing that like yeah that's... that's the problem that i have it's like i i could stop and sleep you know but i always feel guilty like doing it because if you go to sleep for eight hours, that's eight hours of work you miss. You know, like, like you could have been up drawing. You know, but... <laughs> yeah, but you gotta have a life, man. Like <laughs> right. you gotta, yeah. you gotta. Yeah. Like you're getting married. 
Right. Trust me when I say that, like, that is important. And, um, you know, you got to be cognizant and aware. And, right. and while, yeah, you take you care know, of yourself. Sounds, yeah. It sounds as an like athlete, as a former athlete, you know, you got to take care of yourself. Right. Yeah. Too. I mean, that's, that, that's, that was, that's a big transitional change. I mean, you're talking yeah. like work, waking up, going work out to playing football to, to going back home to sleep, lather, rinse, repeat, basically. Yeah. Uh, this is like, you never know how many hours of sleep you're going to get per day. It's like, I, because I'm so detailed oriented when it comes to my drawings that it just doesn't necessarily allow me to have that comfort to feel like, okay, I deserve maybe an hour or two of sleep. Mm. Like now I, I got to work through it. I got to get through it. And you know what, if I fall asleep, I'm, I have plenty of times the floor that I'm sitting on right now. I've slept on it probably oh, like geez. three, so many more times than I can announce, but it's a, <laughs> that's the, the, when you love something so much, you'll do whatever you can to make mm -hmm. sure that you're good at it. And mm -hmm. that's the dedication I have to my work. And unfortunately I am slow at drawing. That's my handicap. My Achilles heel is just, I'm, I'm never satisfied with my work. Even after it's done, I, I have two covers over there that I just, I finished them getting prepped to go out to their owners. And one of them is not even done, but I did it digital. I finished it up digitally. And that's another aspect of my work I'm getting into is the digital side of it. I'm just learning that and getting it to getting to where we're having a comfortable relationship. So cool. Yeah. Well, we're, we're excited. And, and again, you know, it, it's thanks for, thanks for coming on the show. Um, you know, thanks for being awesome and the amazing work yeah. that you put out and, and really it's, I know I, I, I'll speak for both of us, but then I'll let Dave speak as, as well anyway. Um, but you know, it, you're, it's so nice to hear the care and thoughtfulness and sincerity in, you know, your desire to not only produce good work, but to, you know, exp demonstrate like your gratitude towards others for the opportunities that you've been given and the teamwork that's gone into helping the stuff that you do be successful. It, it's refreshing. You get so it is. There's there's a lot of people who get lost in success, right? And they're they're like, yeah, it's all me, and I didn't, you know, and they they forget like where they came from, and um, man, it, it's just it also solidifies for me that like you were absolutely hundred percent like the right person to ask to do this cover for us, and so yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking too. Yep, it's really it's clear the. The vibe, all the things that John just said, absolutely would would echo. And uh, I'm reminded there was a there's a wise old dead guy named uh, Meister Eckhart from the Middle Ages who said, "If the only prayer you ever offer is thank you, that will be enough." Mm. And I feel like that, you know, going through life with an with, with gratitude, seeking ways to be grateful is is the is the probably the best way for us to be human. So thanks for uh, thanks, David, for being you and all that you're yeah. doing. So right. can't wait to see what uh, what what we get to do together. Now, I uh, I will say that a lot of what I've done, even though I did the work, it wasn't possible without the help of others. So, yeah, um, it's definitely not something that I will ever take 100 percent credit for in my life, my career. So, you know, I'm I'm always going to be grateful to to anybody that allows me to be part of something, whether it's, you know, a cover or just hanging out allowing me to talk just like what we did at the show john like it was this is this is exactly what we did at the show and it yeah. was it was uh that to me like i said meant more than just you know like i said you didn't have to buy anything i 
I'd have taken a picture of your daughter in that outfit because it's just something skin with children is so cool, yeah. you know. And um, it was just a non-stop roller coaster of emotion for me being there and being around everybody. So, you know, thank you guys for allowing me to be here. And and uh, I know I talked to you off a lot, and I apologize. <laughs> it was awesome. Nothing. So good. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. No, no, no. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh. You're drinking Starbucks, which I, I feel like is okay, but kind of a sin. Um, <laughs> so if you are a coffee fan, and I can't believe we're just now getting around to this. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, you got to send me your address. We'll, we're going to send you coffee. It's just a, you know, me? thank you. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you a coffee person, David? I am a coffee person. I'm actually, because uh, I was, I woke up probably, probably about an hour before the show, so I didn't have enough time to to make my own, except you know do what i need to do to be here and look presentable um so i actually have it's even worse it's mcdonald's coffee oh it's mcdonald's <laughs> coffee yeah okay well we're, we're gonna fix that we're gonna send you some we'll send you some of our coffee um as a you know as one just because we love to do that kind of thing but two as a as thank you for being on the show and um you know taking on our our project and and really just being an amazing person and I would, I would love to buy some as, as well um especially for my team at charter that i help uh do well, work for why don't we send you uh like a bag of light medium and dark and you guys try it and that's those first three bags are on us man and then oh, man. your your guys can figure out what they want yeah. from there and uh you know do what they're gonna do but, uh, the first first three bags like are on us so please. I appreciate that so much. You don't have to do that. I, I, I'm like I said, I'm just grateful to be here. I'm honestly, I am. And, um, but I, I know those guys will love it. So thank, thank you so much. Sweet. You're yes. welcome. You're just welcome. one last question for you, David, from my zone. What's your favorite geek culture podcast and why is it coffee and capes? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can tell it's because just of you two. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, no, just kidding. No, I mean, no, that's a good question. It's you guys. I mean, you guys are great. And I love talking to you guys. And uh, I know I, we should have did this last week. That was my fault. And um, no, it's fine. fine. Scheduling and all that stuff. I trust me, Dave and I have like an oh. endless amount of stuff like we can talk yeah. about. Like, so you were you were good. It was okay. Yeah. Like, we got to do it this week, which is right. Worked out. We thank you so much for your time, David. This is amazing, and uh, look forward to everything that uh, we're gonna do together. So. Yeah. Oh, me too. Definitely excited. Thank you guys again for everything. Thanks, and everybody, David. be sure to check out uh, David's work at. Uh, tell him. Tell him where to find all of your. What's your. What's your handle again? Uh, D Sanchez artist uh, for both for all media platforms whether it's twitter uh, unfortunately reluctantly tiktok um <laughs> and then uh instagram facebook uh website will be up and running here pretty soon um it's taken a long time i know it's a lot longer than it needs to but it's uh, I'm stupid yeah perfectionist whatever but um but that's going to be up dsanchezartist.com you'll be able to purchase prints um books as i mentioned earlier um when my commission list opens you'll be able to get a you know firsthand uh, access to it and uh, um yeah it's just going to be a great opportunity youtube as well when i have my podcast uh, kind of or blog video uh, blog that i'm going to be doing for all the shows that i go to and uh, hopefully awesome. you guys can hang out with yeah. me there yeah for yeah, sure we look forward to all of it yeah thank you guys all right 
Well, true believers, we uh, hope you enjoyed that every bit as much as we did. I don't know why you wouldn't, because uh, it was amazing. So, David, thank you. And uh, everybody, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs>